0: Hello, and welcome to Turn That Trash Into Your Treasure, where every week we get together and we turn those trash thoughts into the treasure that's going to turn you into the person that you're meant to be. Hello, how are you guys doing today? Today we have Ashley with us. Ashley, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and what brings you here, what's holding you back in your life?
1: Yeah, thank you so incredibly much for having me. I'm super incredibly excited to be here. Uh, My name is Ashley and I am a, gosh, I feel like I have a lot of different hats, a lot of different roles as an entrepreneur, as a mom, as a dog mom, as a wife, all of the things. Um, And as I'm in the process of really expanding and reaching for more, there's been a recurring thing that keeps coming up into my life that keeps kind of going through. And um, it's one of those things where, you know, you're like, oh my gosh, okay, cool. Like I'm past it. I'm ready to go. And then something comes along and triggers that exact feeling in that exact thing that you're just like, holy guac, okay, I don't know if I don't know if I'm really past it. And so it's one of those things where I've definitely been dealing and struggling, especially within self-worth. And I know especially as women, that can be something, especially with like the media and all the things kind of preaching at us, like, oh my gosh, like you need to be a certain way or look a certain way. And then we're dealing with a lot of like relationship issues within that, of being able to find that self-worth within my marriage, within my relationship and things like that is something that I've really struggled with of being able to really kind of embrace myself when I constantly feel more so of like being compared to others, uh, specifically like other women and other kinds of relationships and things like that. Um, and so, yeah, I'm really incredibly excited to talk through this with you today because it's definitely something where I'm just like, oh my gosh, I don't even know where to even start <laughs> <laughs> so
0: did you say that you feel um compared to other women in relationships in your relationship now or just in society
1: in general Um, I would say more so um, the first one, the first one, not necessarily like society. I think that, you know, especially with like Corona and all the things like society has definitely shifted in terms of with like relationships and how that works. Like now everybody's like doing Zoom Zoom dates um, and things like that. And so I think the biggest thing is probably more the first one.
0: Okay. So how is this? Do you want to go in a little bit deeper about that or maybe later
1: on in the call? Yeah, no, I think um, I guess the biggest thing is, is that for me um, with specifically dealing with like infidelity, it's really difficult to be able to kind of embrace that and to be able to go through the process of feeling that, you know, self-worth when you're just constantly feeling like, oh my gosh, I'm just being compared to others.
0: Yeah, I can totally understand that. So um, your husband was unfaithful to you then? That is correct. And and how did how did that unfold for you? Like, was it a one-time thing? Did you find out on accident? Or is it something that's been going on for a while? Or maybe he's been comparing you to others? Or how did, how did that unfold for you?
1: Yeah, so um, it's happened a couple different times. Um, and within of that, it was kind of more so just like a hunch. Um, And then from there, I just kind of dove a little bit deeper and I was like, oh, okay, I see. Um, And so it had been a recurring theme. um, And luckily, we've been doing a lot of work around it. And it has gone through the process of um, stopping, which is amazing, which I'm so incredibly thankful for, because we've been doing a lot of work around it, um, both like together and then like separately. Um, and so for me, it was really more so, again, the hunch um, and also, too, is just something where, you know, it, it was a recurring theme.
0: Do you feel like it was your fault? Is that why he's, is that why you feel that way?
1: Not yeah. about the hunch,
0: but like about it holding you back?
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, on many occasions, um, you know, with each time or each kind of go around, um, I was told it was my fault. Um, and so that was something where it was more so of like a verbal confirmation, you know, of like, oh, this is my fault. Um, and I've kind of, even though others have told me, oh no, like it really isn't like you didn't do anything, you know, it's something where, you know, I believe that it's like a 50 50 of like, you know, I have to put in what I want to get out of it. If that makes sense. Um, yeah, that makes perfect sense. And I think that a lot of
0: times when something like this happens to someone, they don't, acknowledge their their part in it because while it's not your fault like you didn't go out and do anything but there there were things that you could do differently maybe and yeah and I mean I I know that with even with my relationship my relationship has been rocky at times too and I realized that hey I'm not putting forth that effort either and I could step this up because ultimately we can't change another person we can only change ourselves so Um, How how is this affecting your business or anything else that you're doing in, in life?
1: Yeah, so um I, I mean it it's one of those things for me where I basically like emotionally shut down and I become, you know, now the coin term of a fluff burrito where you just like wrap yourself in a comforter and you're like, okay, I'm just here. I'm like not really here, but I'm here to do the things. Um that is so,
0: I have never heard that before. A fluff Yes.
1: Burrito. Yes, <laughs> fluff burrito. It's like a whole thing. Um, but essentially within that, you know, I definitely went through the process of just like emotionally shutting down. Um, and it also, it, it caused a couple different things. Obviously it was like a increase of depression, um, anxiety, you know, I had previously dealt with a little bit of an anxiety, um, but definitely not to the extent during this kind of time frame period. And then within my business, I, you know, went through and I got some really terrible habits of becoming a workaholic. Um, and being able to really mask my feelings and emotions with just working. And so it really negatively impacted my health and my body. Um, you know, I gained a bunch of weight during this time frame, And then also within this as well, too, is it, it it just really created a very extremely like unhealthy balance between how much I was working, and how much I was honestly living my life.
0: Yeah, that's kind of rough. And So do you feel like you ever really dealt with it? If you feel like you were masking it with your work, do you think that you like, like internally, like have you ever heard like the saying about feeling your feelings? Like, Mm -hmm. did you feel your feelings or did you just kind of like push them down and keep it moving?
1: Yeah, I would say um, at first I definitely just, Masked it like incredibly, you know, I had my moments of crying and being upset and things like that. And, you know, went through, I guess, the cycle of emotions. Um, But I would say that a lot of the deeper work has kind of come into me, particularly this year, um, when I've decided to make the change of like, okay, cool, like, I really want to start healing from this process and not just kind of pushing it, you know, again, underneath the rest of everything else that I have going on. Um, And with having a two year old, it's really easy to distract yourself, right? Like, two year olds are always doing something. Oh, yes, I have. Yeah, always, always busy. And so. Uh, this year has definitely been something more so of like personal growth of being able again to really sit in silence that's something that I was never able to do because I just felt so incredibly lost within my own head um, and so being able to sit in silence to be able to take time to meditate and do guided breath meditations and things like that for me to be able to kind of cycle through and allow my brain to process things as opposed to just like sitting on Instagram reels and taking in other content or you know watching Netflix or something like that to be able to kind of take me out of that Um, so yeah at at first no but I have been working through that process specifically this year
0: that that's awesome I I am a huge proponent of sitting with yourself and meditating Mm -hmm. um because it's it's kind of uncomfortable just to sit there with yourself but then after you start doing it for a while it's kind of nice because once you start building that love of having that, that time for yourself, you can, you can start to like build it for every, everything around you, you know, like I, Mm -hmm. I, I think that how we love ourselves is how we show others how to love us too. Yeah. So to be able to get back to that point where you can sit with yourself, you can spend that time with yourself and you do start to love yourself that it's able to shine through in everything else that you do.
1: Yeah, a hundred percent. Definitely. Um, so how, how is that
0: going now? Like, since you have started working on this, how is, is it, are you seeing changes in what's going on? Are there still hangups that you're like, oh, I, I wish that this was better or I, I, I need to figure out how to do this differently?
1: Yeah, so things have definitely changed in a much more positive direction. Um, I think the biggest thing that I would say would be like a hang up is on my side of communication. I am definitely more so the person who likes to bottle things up. I don't like to really say anything. I, you know, really just, am just like, okay, I'm just going to like push it off. It's totally fine. Like it's not a big deal. Um, even with like the littlest things in life. And so that's something that I've been really trying to work towards is, you know, being the person to come up front and communicate as opposed to just storing it up and bottling my feelings and being angry or, you know, slightly kind of, you know, I guess, stressed out about something when in reality, it's it's much easier just to have a conversation and just let it go.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I agree with you on that. And we sometimes have these rule books that we want people to follow.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then we get upset when they don't follow them. But a lot of times we don't communicate what these rules are, or yes. how <laughs> different things make us feel. So being able to and I think that that kind of comes with the vulnerability, like you have to have that a level of vulnerable, vulnerable <laughs> vulnerability, sorry, <laughs> that was not rolling off. Well, you have to have that level of vulnerability with your mate so that you do feel comfortable talking to them about things like that and and trust that they are going to they're going to hear what you have to say.
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I have definitely found that, you know, a couple different times where, you know, I said tomato and he's thinking tomato. And I was like, wait, no, no, hold on, hold on. Let's, let's link these two together. Um, and I, I think at the end of the day, it really definitely makes a huge difference when you're, you know, trying to speak the same language and making that effort. Um, because before I wasn't, I definitely wasn't. And it really caused a lot more tension as opposed to now I kind of have gotten to a better flow of like, okay, cool. This like makes me really upset or this particular thing really bothers me. But, you know, having a period where I can process it and give myself that space that I need before I come to him and like talk to him about it has been really helpful.
0: Yeah. I, and to kind of gather your thoughts and, and see exactly how to, how to come to him with it. Mm-hmm, exactly. So do you guys have like a, a certain time of day that you guys talk about things, or do you have like a, a weekly staff meeting where you're like, not a staff meeting, but like a meeting where you guys like come together and you talk about what's going on, or do you just kind of, when things happen, you're like, okay, I just need to take this in and then we, we, we need to talk about it.
1: Yeah. So as of right now, um, it's definitely just been more so of a, when it, when I need to say something, we say something, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. mainly because it, so the, I guess the way that my brain works is that once I go down a rabbit hole, my head just gets stuck in that rabbit hole. So I really try to just focus on, you know, present day life, what's going on right now, how can I bring the most amount of energy into the room? How can I, you know, be the best, you know, Ashley that I could possibly be right now. Um, And so, you know, for me, it was more so of like, bringing it up again, and again, and again, and again, wasn't helping either of us. Um, So just more so of just, you know, like, casually just be like, Hey, is everything good? Like, are, are we good? And he'll be like, yeah. And I'm like, okay, cool. That's awesome. Yay. Or, you know, in a more, you know, if, if something does actually upset me or something happens, then we need to communicate. Then I just go to the uh, process that I had explained.
0: Okay. And how do you, I want to, I want to talk about your business a little bit more too, and, and kind of see where this is showing up there mm-hmm. and maybe help you find some ways to to limit that a little bit more so how is it affecting your your business
1: yeah so obviously in those periods um you know it it gets really stressful um a lot of times I feel extremely disconnected from my work and my clients and all that um but within more so of like present day I think the biggest thing is is that I I find it more so in my pricing it's very interesting of like you know, within like being like, oh no, like I'm worth that. Like that's what that needs to be. Or that makes the most amount of sense. Um, There's usually a lot of like continual doubt or, you know, sometimes I just, again, kind of, it really comes down to like making those assumptions and drawing to conclusions before I actually have all the facts, right. Of like, oh my gosh, like something bad's going to happen. So I need to be on top of this. Like I need to be, you know, and I think the biggest thing is, is that like my mind always goes to like worst case, like worst case like scenario possible before I realize, oh, they're just emailing me over like something else. Like I take, I take things way too incredibly seriously sometimes within my business. Um, and that can also create a little bit of like that struggle pull because a lot of times I'm like, well, you know, if I didn't get an opportunity, I'm like, well, wait a second, why didn't I get this opportunity? Like, is it because I'm not good enough? Is it because I didn't like do X, Y, Z enough when in reality, it may just not have been the best fit or maybe the other person like was a better fit for the audience or something like that.
0: Right. So I want to go back to what you were talking about, about your prices. Mm -hmm. Like you're seeing this come up in your prices. And I think that this is common for a lot of people. Um, Are you finding this and just setting them or raising them? Like you feel like you need to raise them, but you're like, "Uh, I don't know if I should or not.
1: Yeah, I mean, usually for the most part, you know, I am like, okay, cool, like I'm going to charge and I'm just going to literally use this as as an example, but I'm going to charge $100 for something. And usually like behind the scenes, I can get behind that I get excited about it. I'm like, okay, cool, I'm gonna charge $100 for this. But then when it actually comes to, like, the face-to-face person of, like, pitching that or in Messenger or even in the inbox when people are asking about pricing and stuff like that, I'll be like, mm, maybe I should only charge $75 for that. Yeah, I'll just charge them $75 for, like, literally no actual good reason as to why I would discount it for $25. Um, I'm just like, mm, no, I, I think I'll just do that. So, that way, like, everyone's cool and they'll be, like, good to go. Um yeah, so that's usually where I find it. Of like, okay, yeah, I'll set the price, but then I like backpedal and always kind of discount it.
0: And and you think that you do that because you feel like you're not worthy of that hundred dollars? That is correct. But are people giving you the hundred dollars? Yeah, or do you always discount your price?
1: Um, so it's a little bit in between. So sometimes if I make a post and it's like, okay, no, Ashley, you're going to say this is literally a hundred dollars. <laughs> <laughs> um, I find that people pay that and it's good to go. Um, but then other times I'll just like automatically in my mind be like, Oh, well maybe I should discount it because then, you know, it'll work better for them. Or I'm thinking about, you know, not necessarily like myself, I'm thinking about, okay, cool. Like, you know, they'll, they'll be more inclined to say yes. If I go through the process of discounting it by $25 for an example.
0: So when you put it out to everybody, you get people to come in, but when you get down to like the one-on-one, mm-hmm then you feel like, oh, maybe this is not yeah. it. So it's kind of like you're 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 also like stepping out of your comfort zone, it sounds like to me, talking to people one on one because you know what your price is. You can put it out there and people are accepting it. But when you go to talk one on one, that's where you're having that little hangout. Yeah,
1: definitely. Yeah. I mean I love talking to people. I love connecting with people, but just yeah, it always comes down to the price. And so that's why I'm like, okay, from now on, I'll like get on the call and then I'll just email them the quote. <laughs>
0: I mean, if that's what you have to do to start getting confident, that sounds good. But I want to challenge you to to tell them what it is Mm -hmm. and and see how they react. If that's something that you feel like you need to do, maybe you, you can have like a backup thing. Like, well, the price is $100 and see how they react to it. And if they react okay, then just roll with it. But then at the same time, if you feel like, Hey, I really want to work with this person and I give them the price. You can always say, Hey, but we're running a special right now and you can get 25% off or $25 off. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That kind of give you, that will help build your confidence because you're gonna see how many people are like, okay. Because even like I feel like this with people, even if they think that your price is high, they're not gonna try to, they're not gonna really. You can read it on their face, but a lot of times people will pay that because you're confident in what you're saying and they're gonna be like, yes, she is worth it. Look at how confident she is about this. I know that it's gonna be worth it. But when you kind of backpedal on yourself a little bit, then they don't know that it was higher and they probably would have paid that. They might've even paid more than a hundred dollars for it.
1: (laughs) Yes, that is definitely very true. You are speaking the truth there.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And to, to know that you can, that you can put it out there on social media and people are like, yes, give it to me. I want this at this price. Like that should give you even more confirmation that you are worth that, that, that you are people. And you know what? Everybody's not going to be your person. Mm, yeah. They're not. And if they're not willing to pay what you have or what your price is, then maybe they're not your person. Totally. true. Maybe, and maybe they might be like, Oh man, that's a little bit more than I thought but then maybe what do you, what do you do?
1: Um, I'm an email marketing strategist.
0: Okay. So you work with businesses to help build their businesses.
1: Um, So essentially what I focus on doing is um, crafting email marketing campaigns um, for their business.
0: Okay. So you're, you're working with a lot of business
1: owners then. Yep, exactly.
0: Okay, So any kind of business owner that is to the point where they're reaching out for your help, then they know the value that you bring Mm -hmm. because they don't want to do it. (laughs) They know know what it is. They know how hard it is. And the reason why they're coming to you then is because they know, Hey, this is hard. I don't want to do it. I, and I know for myself email campaigns are not my strong suit. And when I get to that point, I will definitely have somebody doing that for me because it's not a strong suit. And I know that the importance of it. So and I think that people that are in business, they're going to they're gonna take you for what you are, are. I don't know. Some people will try to haggle you, but at the same time, most people that have a business, they're going to give you what you ask for because they don't want people haggling them or they don't want people to try to discount them. And they're just going to be like, okay, well, that's the price. That's what I'm going to do. Mm,
1: yeah, that makes so incredibly much sense. I love that.
0: So I think, maybe when you're, when you're thinking that you need to come at it from a different level or come at it from a different thinking that, Hey, these people know what I'm worth because they've done it. They know how hard it is. And that's why they're seeking me out. And I'm going to tell you, you have an amazing presence. Like, I, I don't know anybody that wouldn't want to (laughs) work with you. Like you're, you're, I'm saying, because you're like so happy and like, just your presence it's it's nice to be around so I think that you need to you need to realize that about yourself too how how amazing your presence is and how how much you do bring to the table
1: yeah definitely no I appreciate that seriously so incredibly much um and I know it's hard for
0: like other people to tell you that and you to try to to wrap your head around it um but I think that the more, I think that what you're doing you're moving in the right direction and I think that you're going to get there and I'm, I'm excited for you and your business. <laughs> um, is there anything else that you feel that's holding you back or something that you could, the, what was the other thing? So we talked about price and then the other thing was what?
1: Oh gosh, great question. What did I say? <laughs>
0: Um, (laughs) I should have took notes and wrote it down.
1: Sorry. You are totally good. Yeah. So the pricing standpoint. um, Ooh. Okay. So the other one is in terms of with like opportunities and things like that. And so a lot of times, like as I'm growing, you know, there's different opportunities that have come my way in terms of with like podcast opportunities or guest speaking or, you know, being able to, um, you know, collaborate with different people. And so one of the biggest things that I take really to heart is a lot of times when I'm, you know, applying for these different things, and then I don't get accepted, or something happens, you know, I, I will go in two different directions. So the first direction is, you know, kind of as you mentioned earlier, which is, oh, no, like, this isn't the good fit, like, this isn't who I, where I need to be. Um, and I take that more of like, okay, cool, I'm being guided to where it is that I need to go, uh, which I, I'm thankful for. But then on the flip side, sometimes I take it very much so to heart and it kind of goes back to, well, gosh, I must not be good enough. Or what did I do wrong? Or, you know, maybe it's because I need to do something more. And I think that's the biggest thing for me is that, you know, a lot of times I'm looking to do more and do more and do more, mainly because, you know, obviously I'm driven by the impact that I'm creating. I want to do big things. But then also, too, it kind of comes back to. Well, I have to do these things. Otherwise, I'm not going to be seen as worthy. Um, and so that's another struggle as well, too, for me.
0: And um, I think that a lot of women can relate to that. Um, I know that I can relate to that, too, because I, I was a stay-at-home mom. I, I still am a stay-at-home mom, and I do the coaching on um, as well. But I had a lot of worth tied into how much money I was bringing in. Mm, yeah. So I... I can totally understand that. And I think that society tells us that we have to be all these things and we can be all of them except for one little thing and then all of a sudden we want to discount ourselves. Yeah. Or think that we we aren't good, but if you think about how how much society puts on us versus men like it's, it's not really realistic. You know, I, I had this talk with my husband too, when, um when I first had my daughter, like, I'm like, Hey, you can be all of these things, but I have to be a mom first. And then I have to stack all these things. And like being, being the man, it's not as, as hard for them. Mm -hmm. So, so I think that society puts a lot of that on us too. And if we can like get out of that and, like, hey, I am worthy. Look at all this, this stuff. Maybe, like, write down all the things that you do good and, like, repeat it to yourself when you feel like that. Like, I have this to offer. I have this to offer. I have this to offer. And I am good enough. And I just wasn't the right fit for that.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, I
0: don't know what your, what your beliefs are, like, if you believe in God or, like, the universe or whatever, but, like, just this – it's leading me to where I need to be. Yeah,
1: totally. No, I love that because I think a lot of times, yeah, it is very much so easy to discount myself in terms of like, well, I didn't get that because I'm a mom or I didn't get that because you know I have a two-year-old at home or because I don't have this or I don't have that. And a lot of times I feel like sometimes it doesn't even come down to those little details whatsoever. Like that was never even considered. Um, And so, yeah, I absolutely love the idea of like writing them all down and reminding myself.
0: Yeah, because- uh especially in moments like that, we forget because we just look at like the negative Mm -hmm. of it. But if you can train your brain to start thinking about the positives in it and okay, well maybe I just wasn't the right fit and the right fit is going to come along. I was um, talking to someone about this earlier that like, when we're in alignment with what we're doing, things come easily and it doesn't have to be hard. So when things pass you by, and you're in alignment, then you know that that wasn't meant for you. And it's a whole lot easier to deal with. Mm,
1: That makes so much sense. Yeah.
0: And I think that a lot of us are taught that we we have to like push so hard. Everything has to be hard. And we just got to go, 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 go. And we don't know how to be in alignment with who we are and be who we are so that things can kind of flow to us like that. So I don't know. I think that I I, I sense that you are in alignment, but do you feel that you're in alignment with yourself? Like as far as your heart and what you want to do and just the way your life is?
1: I have been working really hard on that this year to get that, to get that alignment um, because as I mentioned earlier, there were things that I was doing, that I was like, Ooh, I don't really like that about myself or, Ooh, I don't really like how, how much I'm working versus how much I'm spending time with my family or my son. Um, and so that is something that I've been working on. Um, I feel like I am almost there, <laughs> almost there. Okay. Yeah.
0: But being aware of that is the, like a huge step because a lot of times we don't even, a lot of people are not even aware that they're not in alignment with what they want. They're just kind of floating through life. So that to know that you're aware and that you are working towards that 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 is awesome. Oh god,
1: perfect. I'm glad I'm on the right path.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, and I think that sometimes we need to be reminded of that too because it's so easy to get to get caught up in the negative and like things aren't working out like this because that's what's been hammered into us our whole life, but to know hey, it doesn't always have to be hard. Things will flow to us when it's meant to be and when we're on the right path. I love so. that.
1: Oh, that definitely hits home for me.
0: <laughs> so, um I want to wrap it up a little bit, but I want to ask you like, what is your biggest takeaway from our conversation? Yeah,
1: gosh, I, I love so many pieces of that. But I think the biggest thing for me that was like super incredibly impactful was the combination of like breathing in alignment and bringing that alignment and that awareness piece, but then also to like celebrating what I've already accomplished in the wins and the pieces of me that I have already established. Right. Um, so I definitely love both of those yeah. pieces because those kind of they kind of go hand in hand because as you create alignment, you create those wins um, and those wins are definitely meant to be celebrated and meant to be celebrated greatly as well, too.
0: Yeah. And I think that a lot of times we don't celebrate things. We just kind of like, oh, I got that. Now it's on to the next one. But if we don't celebrate how far we've come, what we've accomplished, like you're not going to feel accomplished mm-hmm. because, because you're not acknowledging it. You're like, oh, well, that was just a step. That's not really where I'm going. But we have to celebrate all the steps that yes. get us there. It's just, it's just as much the journey as it is the destination. Oh gosh,
1: exactly. Oh, I love that. I love that so incredibly much.
0: well thank you so much Ashley for coming on today um I want to keep in touch with you because I would love to hear how things progress for you and just thank you so much for coming on thank you
1: so much for having me
0: Thank you for tuning in today. If you loved this episode of Turning Your Trash into Treasure, head over to Anchor, Spotify, or Google Podcasts to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. Thank you for listening and your reviews. Until next time.